This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Shirts of them, yeah. Enamel stickers on, vinyl stickers of them. Yeah, we did stiff records. <laughs> We've been stiff this morning out there, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yes. yeah, dreams of long beards, eh? In short shorts. There you go. <laughs> Everything you might need in a folk rock and <laughs> a folk punk band. <laughs> It's good, good to be back, actually. Good to be back? I know we haven't been anywhere, but it's good to be back in the studio. <laughs> it's always good to be back in the studio yeah. on a Saturday. Expanding Horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. I'm Cole, and just next to me here is Stu. How are you going, Stu? I'm good, thanks, Cole, and good afternoon, everyone. Yeah, yep. hope, hope you're going all right? Yeah, I'm good. Good, good, good. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be wow. better. And I'm just looking out the studio and we can see everything again. They've got the windows, window cleaners oh, in, didn't they? spotless, aren't they? Yeah, they're perfect. You <clears> can <throat> see what's going on. Do we, we can. We can see uh, all the traffic and all the people walking by. Right. Yeah, normally we're looking yeah. through a load of film. That's right. But anyway, <laughs> go on. Well, I, I hope it was film. That for was months I thought it was just my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think you had cataracts? <laughs> yeah, She's got like... cataracts. Suddenly, but no, I can see. the light. I can see the Light. That's right. Anyway, but it's a good. It's good to be back. It's good to be back now. Last week on our show, what did we do last week, Stu? Can you remember? Yep, we did numbers. No, we did do numbers, didn't we? Yep. And if you want to listen to that show, numbers number two, it was. You can go to planesfm.org.nz, look up Expanding Horizons, and there's that show on there. There's a couple of other shows on there as well. Yeah, and I mentioned last week you can also just search for us on uh, your podcast app. Yeah, and we'll come up. Our handsome faces. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> our old. Will it, is it our old? That's our old one. We'll have uh, to update that. I update, think. update, update. Yeah. Anyway, that's all in the past. That this is. week, this week we've got James, who drums for Carbon Carb. Carbon Carb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, because you and I like a cheesiness, <laughs> we're going to play um, a couple of songs related to carb-related food. <laughs> Because, you know, you don't want to be original or anything like that. Mm. Anyway, so James is going to come on via the phone and we'll be chatting about the new single, Grounded, and what Carb on Carbs up to. Sounds and good. Pe- they play pretty frequently, so people should be able to catch up with them. And you were saying just before we went to here that you saw them a few years ago. Oh, well, I'll, um, I'll mention that when we... Um, oh, right. Oh, I said too much. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> let's crack into the song, shall we? Yep. All right, so this one is Back on the Breadline by Rory Block, right? 
Not by hunters and collectors. No, I think it's by uh, hunters and collectors. All oh, right. Anyway, just, we'll find out. Just, right? ag- just ignore that. We'll find out. Anyway, you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9, and this is Back on the Breadline.
Expanding Horizons Plants FM 96.9 As we come marching marching in the beauty of the day a million darkened kitchens a thousand mill of gray are touched with all the radiance that a sudden sun discloses for the people here are singing bread and roses bread and roses as we go marching marching we battle to form That's right, you are on Expanding Horizons, Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole. And that was Bread and Roses from the film Pride. Pride. Mm-hmm. Which, if you haven't seen it, is well worth a watch. And it's set in the 1980s in a small Welsh town with um, the minor strike looming large overhead. And um, that sounded good, Stu. <laughs> sound effects. <sorry. laughs> yeah, it sounded excellent. And um, yeah, the the um, gay and lesbian society from London who go down there to support them. And uh, yeah, initially the old story. Initially meet some resistance, but uh, win them over. And uh, mm-hmm. then that lovely version of um, Bread and Roses. And before that, Hunters and Collectors, right, with their track back on the breadline. So that's good. Now. Just while we wait for uh, James to come through on the old telephone, I was going to say this morning, some big football mm-hmm. wasn't there. I yep. couldn't believe it. Arsenal just shipped two goals so quickly. <laughs> well, at least they did it differently this time. Yeah. Because <laughs> the last two games, have been, they've been two goals up. up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, I mean, late on in the game, they did hit the bar, Arsenal. Yeah, they did. So, so good character to come back. Yeah, it was, that was hard luck for Southampton, really. Mm. And I noticed that Theo Walcott scored but didn't celebrate. Mm. He's been gone for a long time from long. Arsenal. Though. Yeah, he's been gone for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it... it Puts for an interesting end to the season, I guess. Mm. Wednesday, everyone will be looking Thursday our time, obviously, Wednesday mm. night their time. Uh, um, City Ground? Yes. Yeah, it's a big game. Big, big game, game, isn't it? And there'll be a lot of big games going on at the bottom of the table because I think Leeds are playing 
Ooh, I can't remember who Leeds are playing. I want to say West Ham, but I don't know if it is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or Everton. Everton. One of the two. They're all in a lot of dire straits, really, aren't they, they down are. there? Yeah. Yeah. They and are. Um, but the good news, I guess, from what I um, what I saw during the week is that Re- Wrexham, <laughs> 104 points, highest in the professional league. Yeah. And um, they have Boreham Wood tomorrow morning. Beat Boreham Wood, they're going up. They're going up. Tell you what, and the uh, Hollywood Indy, yeah, and people use that, but those two guys, you know, they're right into the football now, aren't mm. they? They're, mm. they're they're in behind Wrexham, aren't they? Well, that's right, and it's it's no different to some of the teams in the Premier League where where some of the players are getting paid more because some of those Wrexham players are getting paid a lot more than than other players in the league, of course, maybe four times as much. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, they still got to score the goals, though, mm. don't they? They've yeah, still got to right. perform, don't they? Yeah, they're, they not, do. they're not getting paid just to turn up and act. That game against Boreham Wood is at the race course ground, so they probably start favourite there. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. I know. Mean, I was reading also on, on the flip side to the 3-0 win through Wrexham is that Yeovil Town are, are going to go down <laughs> right. into the seventh tier, mm. which is not good. I remember years ago, back in the 80s, Arsenal going to Yeovil. <laughs> For an FA Cup game and losing <laughs> because they've got a, they at the time had a wicked slope on their ground. <laughs> and um, it's one of those grounds, I think, they get the sheep out and right. then players come on. It's amazing, isn't it? Some of those Premier League teams, how they struggle on some of those more agricultural grounds. Yeah, because they're not playing on the um, billiard top <laughs> yeah. that they've. Uh, There's an element of snob- snobbishness about it, too, though, isn't Absolutely, there, there is. Though. Right. They can't believe that, mm. you know, they're having to. Uh, go down that level. Yeah. And I'd say they might be afraid of being injured, but they yeah. uh, they dive around a lot on on the billiard tables yeah, as well, that's don't they? Right. Talking of billiard tables, I don't know why we're talking about sport. Did you see what happened at the um, the snooker in, in England the other day? I did not. It was interrupted by these two climate activists who climbed, who jumped on the tables in the middle of it. And I can't remember what they tipped all over the top of the billiard table. And then, in, in, I mean, in the end, they were smuggled off. And, mm. and all, But both of those tables, they swept them, swept, ruined. Why did they target? So this was it. Yeah, like whatever snooker championship was in the UK at the time. Right. Um, so I, don't, I don't know what it is. It was a big one, right? Because right. the, you know, they had two games going on at the same time, separated mm. by kind of a wall. Um yeah, and these two two people jumped on, and it was like an orangey powder, and right. it was, and they, and they swept it and swept it and swept it, and they just like it's ruined. I hmm. do not know why, what relate, how it related to anything, but um, there you go. Interesting sport to target. Yeah, snooker. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm. there you go. Anyway, should we play a track? Let's play a track. All right, let's. Um, we'll play. We'll play some Carb on Carb while we wait for James to get on through. Mm-hmm. And um, this is their new single, right? Grounded. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so you're in Expanding Horizons here on Plains FM 96.9. I'm driving a circle around the edges of this town Stuck in a city I've given up on Been in this way Hey 
Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. That's right. You are back on Expanding Horizons. Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole. And that was Carb on Carb with the new single Grounded. And on the line, hopefully you're still there, James, is James from Carb on Carb. How are you? Good. Hello. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Thanks very much for um, joining us. I was listening to um, the old Grounded yesterday as well as the, I think, the last album that you released great it's a great single right yeah um, yeah you had a lot of traction on it a lot of interest um yeah it's been all right it's it's been a little slow but we've also have sort of been um pretty quiet for a couple of years so i think people sort of we're introducing that we're back around and right, right. for new music but it hasn't like exploded so what have you been doing for the last couple of years then james in particular? Um, we sort of went into COVID planning. I mean, we sort of t- took a break after the end of 2019 and it was only supposed to be for a year and it kind of turned into three years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, it's like, it didn't feel like worth it to 
bring everything back and practice heaps of shows that just getting cancelled, you know. Did you find that um did you find that COVID or, you know, the lockdown experience for you was um productive like musically or I mean we've spoken to, you know, various artists and some, you know, wrote, you know, song after song after song and, and some didn't do anything. Yeah, the the first one was um that first lockdown, the start of twenty twenty. We probably wrote um, a decent chunk of this upcoming album right. in that period, but then the subsequent ones sort of less and less. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I was going to, um, because I was going to say to you, with the album, with the album, when's it coming out? What's the kind of the new album? Uh, we don't have an exact date, but October, November. Right. So are you still in kind of post production or? Yeah, still still waiting for the final touches to be put on and then to press the record, that's the main delay, really. Yep. And um, have you, you know, is it has it been a kind of cathartic process getting, you know, all that stuff from such a long time ago and finally getting it all together in one place? Uh, yeah, it has been. Um, it's, it felt really good to finish it, I guess, because we started it back then. So I've sort of just been like talking about it for a long time, yeah, and not actually doing it for most of that time. <laughs> right. So it's, it's been really good to have it finished and be just be playing shows again. I was just then I was going to say the the getting out and um and, and playing it live, big big difference, right, from uh, sitting in the studio and kind of putting oh, it yeah, on the track. So yeah, yeah. If, if we had our perfect world, we would have done. Done a tour before we recorded and sort of like see how they sounded in the crowd, but we didn't really have that I opportunity. Gonna, so. I was going to say is you know that that whole process of getting on the um, getting on the stage and kind of getting the rust out of them, or you know, kind of finding the bits that that maybe work better on stage that, than you thought maybe in the studio or or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, it does happen, um, but we aren't too shy about changing them later so we have a few songs that um, have a live version which is notably different from the studio version Right. Is but, um, it, and is that just because when you're on stage they sound better in a different way or yeah basically and you know when you've sort of like played it um, 30 or 40 times <laughs> oh, yeah. and yeah. And how it like flows in the set, right? You know, if there's like a we play a song last and it's got like a long intro, we just got rid of that intro, so yeah, sort of flows better, stuff like that. Okay, and um, I was going to say to you, you know, Carb on Carb do a lot of touring, right? You you do. Oh, yeah. we did before COVID, yeah. Yeah, you. I, were... I feel I don't feel like we can claim it anymore, but oh, we okay. did. yeah, because <laughs> um, oh, many years ago. I was, I was just saying to Stu off air before the show started, um, I saw you here in Christchurch. I'm going to say it was five years ago, right? But maybe you could probably correct me on that if you can remember it. And you were playing in this little um, X kind of office space. <laughs> I can't even remember what street it's in. It was in like, this tiny little stairwell. And then there was a room at the top. Oh, that was like kind of a construction, like there was like, Exposed framing and stuff. That one. Yeah, and it had like a kitchen off the side, and um, yeah. Does that ring a bell? I, I remember 
there was like little um, luminous lights on the floor. That was the edge of the stage. Yeah, there, I think that would be longer than five years ago. Oh, okay. No, I just, I just. <laughs> that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just explaining, you know, for the li- listeners out there that I was listening to you before. You're, <laughs> they were huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and because um, you know, there wasn't lots of people in there, but it was, it was great. I remember it was a great gig. To um, so just so you know. I've seen you, James. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of uh, street cred there for me, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I'm going to play. I'm going to play another track, and then when we come back, well, I wanted to talk to you about the whole kind of songwriting process and um, and the album recording process, and and you know what you've done with the artwork and all that kind of stuff. So, um, annual leave. I was listening to this track. Yes, a great track, right? This was annual leaves off the off your last album. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Four Ages was the last album. What was that, sorry? Four Ages was the name of the last one. No, Ages, yep. Four Ages, yeah, right. Anyway, so, James, we're just going to play Annual Leave, and um, for listeners out there, we're talking to James from Carb on Carb, and you're listening to Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM.
Hello, Expedient Horizons, Plants FM 96.9. That's right, you are back on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole. And on the line is James from Carb on Carb. And that was a track, Annual Leaf, which was on their last album. Great. I really like that. You say, doing the vacuuming, had it on, <laughs> Spotify, just saying. <laughs> if you look up your Spotify listens yesterday, and there's one, and it was me. So you've worked out how to do, use Spotify now. Yeah, let's not get carried away. I ended up. I was trying to listen. To, I was trying to listen to other tracks, and then kept playing. I'm like, man, this doesn't sound like Carver. Go, oh no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, so just before the, um, just before we went to that track, James, I was um, banging on about my street cred and going to see you, like you know, way way back. But for, for the people who are now like going, wow, this sounds great. And um, when can we, when can we see this carb on carb? In Christchurch, so you've got a show coming up. Yep, next Friday. Next at the dark room, I think, isn't it? At the dark room, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, great little venue. Have you been dark room before, James? Yeah, a few times. Yep, it's um, yeah, we love it. It's been a great, solid venue for years now. They do it. They do a really good job in supporting um local and and national artists and international as well. Mm. You know, and um. You're right on top of the band, or the band's on top of you, I should Because it, it's everything that it says when it says it's the dark room, right? Yeah. It, it's it's not the dark wall, it's the dark room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, um, so, just just quickly on that, next Friday night at the dark room, who's who's playing with you? Uh, we're playing with Model Home and also Pickle Darling. Oh, doing Pickle Darling. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a whole range of different artists. People get that, and then tickets on the door, under the radar. What's ticket? Uh, yep, under the radar and on the door. Right. Pre-sales cheaper. Pre-sales are cheaper. Yep. And um, I, we always ask people about this because I know people they get down there. You know what it's like. You go to a gig and you're like, right, I need to buy something by this band. So, will you have kind of merch on sale? You got CDs or t-shirts or you know, uh, we actually chili have- bins. We actually have shorts. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We love the t-shirts, so we thought it was time to do something else. Yeah. So get on down. Get on down. So just so people know, next Friday, dark room. Buy your ticket under the radar, just so the bands know they've got how many people coming, so you can bring the number of shorts down and uh, get yourself a pair of shorts, even though we're going into winter, but people are hardy. Yeah, it's not, it's not very seasonally well organised, no. but... Needed it. Needed a hooded fleece or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> right. So I did want to ask you before, way before we started talking about the um, upcoming show, how you're, you know, with the writing process, um, whether lockdown changed that at all for you? you know. um, yeah, it did. Uh, especially the first one. Right. Um, you, that one we just spent a lot of time like quite regularly because obviously we just didn't have much to do. Yeah. Um, so it was like really productive and we'd sort of do it quite regularly. Um, but then eventually that wore off and it <laughs> yeah. kind of it was kind of worse because we're sort of at home all the time and everyone else was home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did it did did it change kind of? Um, what, what the, you actually wrote about? I, I just wondered, like, you know, sitting at home, maybe 
reading, watching TV shows like Dawson's Creek. I know. That was on, did you not reference that in a song on the last album? Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, I just gonna. I was listening to it and went, "But Dawson's Creek, that's pretty random." <laughs> I just thought I'd ask you about that. Um, so, did it did it change? Do you think the you know what your songs are about? Or uh, yeah, it definitely did. Um, like for example, Grounded is definitely influenced by um, being in lockdown. We definitely wrote that one during the big Auckland one in twenty twenty one. Right. We were kind of, you know, sick of it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely that. There's a lot of time for introspection, I guess. So it, right. it definitely informed the, like, lyrical content of the album. But n- not every song. It was because it's written over quite a long time. There's right. a few songs in there that are, like, directly referential, but then others that bear no relation to... Or like, I'm really informed by that experience. The other thing I was going to ask you then, with all that time, I know we're talking about lockdown a lot, but um, did it give you an opportunity to um, listen to some kind of different music? Or because I'm wondering, you know, with the lyrical, the lyrical influence, did you know, did you suddenly come across a whole different like loads of different artists, and did that change anything for you? Um, actually, I'd probably say the opposite. Um, because when we were touring all the time, we were, you know, playing with bands that would become favourites of ours or get recommendations and also just, like, really active and just looking at shows and stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, my friends are playing with this band. They're really great. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think without all of that, I would say, yeah, I listen to less less new music so right and what would you say James would be your influences if you had like you know I know it's a difficult a difficult question to answer sometimes is you know I'm not going to ask you if you're top five but you know what would be your, your kind of go to um definitely influences from some of the uh main bands of like the 20 the emo revival which was like in the 2010s, um, it's a bunch of rock bands that sound like what we sound like, basically. Okay. Um, like the Hotelier is a classic one. Mm-hmm. And another one, Joyce Manor, who are a little bit more uh, poppy. Right. Um, those sort of bands. But then also lots of um, bands that we have toured with and things. Oh, quite- okay. Yeah, I think even though it's not like um, they're not like big bands or anything, but if you you know if you see them lots and you see hear what really works about those bands, it sort of just naturally finds its way into um, what you're doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was just going to say sometimes it kind of seeps in if you're listening to it a lot, or you know it really strikes you. You know when you you see a band and um, Suddenly you go, wow, that, that, like it just takes you somewhere else, right? Or a song that kind of hits you in a big wave and, you, you you know, you still get that kind of experience? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was going to say to you if I was, when you were talking about the dark room and I, it straight into my mind, you know, opposite on the other side of the road is um, the Space Academy. 
And I don't know if you know the Schizophonics at all. The band, the Schizophonics, they're from the States. They're a husband and wife. Oh, yeah, I saw that. No, I, I didn't see them when they came. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking, you know, of, um, you know, you guys, you know, Two Piece and, and um, the Schizophonics. And I know they have a bass player, but they're, they're mainly the kind of drums and guitar. And uh, so that would be my tip for the day, Stu. <laughs> Cole's tip for the day. Mm. Listen to the Schizophonics as well as listening to the, the kind of carb on carb. So, right, I'm going to play another track. How's that sound? James, you'll be right. You'll have a rest. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm going to play um, Be My Mirror. And um, people can, And when we come back, when we come back, we, um, I'll talk a little bit more about some touring and gigs and all this kind of stuff. How's that sound to you? Right. Yeah, cool. All right, right. So this is, we're talking to James from Carbon Carb, and this is the track Be My Mirror, and you are on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. I fumble my words fall flat in my head. No wait to them until it's what you said. I'm with you. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. Certainly are an eclectic mix here with Stu and Cole, and on the line is James from Carbon Carb, and that was Carbon Carb with their track "Be My Mirror." Now, James, during their little song break there, I uh, set you a task, and they can be quite a tricky little question to answer. But there was two questions actually. Firstly, your favourite gig, and second, the favourite one that you've played. So. You can take it away on either one of those. Um, all right. The favourite that I've played, um, mm-hmm. probably in Sydney, there used to be uh, this record store called Black Wire Records. Right. 
Um, they actually are our record label as well. Um, but they used to have shows, and it was quite a big record store. Like, it was um, probably bigger than Darkroom. Right. Um, but it was it was a venue as well. And so that band I mentioned, the Hotelier, um, they're an American band, and they were touring Australia. And we managed to get a support slot. So it was um, nice. us, them, and a couple of other bands. Some friends of ours from Sydney as well, um, and yeah, it was like it was in summer, and it was like really hot and rainy. <laughs> it was like intensely humid, which created like a I don't know, just an intense vibe. And I just love that band, so it was like I just had like so many friends there, and basically just my favorite band at my favorite venue. It was awesome. And I was going to say, you know, you you mentioning you know, that, that you got the um, su- support slot for them. And there's nothing more thrilling, right, when you go and see an artist that you really like, right, you know, and there you are playing alongside them. I mean, that's got to be a buzz, right? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you know. That, so thankful that we got that. Sh- I mean, we, we probably would have just attended the show, but yeah, we exactly. definitely would have. But it was awesome to play it, yeah. And so I was, when you were saying that you played it, you know, a record store. I was thinking, they, I don't know if they still have that record shop day or record store day worldwide. Do they? Or I don't know. They do. It's actually today. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> How good is that? Wow. Hold on, Cole. Yeah, you like that one? And I didn't even know. Oh, didn't I didn't know. That is amazing. Because there's all because um here here in Christchurch, um, Penny Lanes quite often have um, artists. Have you? I don't know if you've been Penny Lane. Are you much of a Vinyl collector or a, a CD collector or tapes, I think, are back in now, aren't they? <laughs> um, I am. Like, I've been to Penny Lane, um, oh. but, yeah, not heaps. I don't have a huge collection or anything. No, oh, right. Okay. And it's my favorites, basically. But, yeah, record shop day. So, and just while we're talking about it, get on down to Penny Lanes. So, <laughs> get on down and, and with the crowd, because there'll be a crowd there. But um, when you were talking about you know, mentioning just before playing at that that little venue in in Sydney, I was thinking of the um, NPR do that tiny desk. I don't know if you've ever seen that on YouTube. Yep, yeah, yeah. Which is great, right? And um, that would be perfect for you. I don't know how you get onto that NPR. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty prestigious. Is it to get on there? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's oh. become really big, so. Oh, the tiny desk has become really big. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. So you were mentioning right at the top of the show there, James, that um, Carb on Carb have the new album coming out. So, and you're in kind of post-production, I guess. And um, have you have you put together the um, the artwork and uh, all that kind of thing? Um, not yet, actually. Okay. We, we definitely just focus on the music first and that's how it's been every time right and then sort of once it's, the music's all done look at it and sort of form the the visual aspect to it right I was going to ask you um, you know you're talking about the music there how much how much time and goes into your track order I'm interested in this because you know when um, you know when I was younger you, you'd get a you'd get an album and you I mean, obviously, it's not just cobbled together in any order. I mean, there's a 
there's an order that goes into it, right? Yeah, so definitely. Um, I'm still an album person. Like, I don't really listen to playlists or singles. I listen to the whole album. Yep. So it is quite a big thing for me. Um, I- yeah, so I definitely spend time, like, trying different orders. And usually, usually I sort of get, uh, like, pairs. That's how it often works for me. Like, two songs sit together really nicely. So yep. I'll sort of pair them up and then make the, the nicest run of those. Right. You know, as much as, um, you know, I was saying about, you know, listening to your tracks there on um, Spotify, I'm not, and, and you probably could tell, I'm not much of a Spotify user because Stu's experience of me using Spotify is like complete disaster, right? Yeah. And um, But it, it frustrates me with Spotify that it mixes the order of tracks and, um, you know, shuffles them around. <laughs> Whereas I'm, uh, I like to hear them in the order that the artist put them on the, on, on the album, you know, and I'm a, I like an album as well. I'm not much of a listening to singles kind of guy. Yeah, you probably need Spotify premium. Kind oh, do I? That's probably a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cheapskate. James is sitting there quietly I'm, thinking. I'm, I'm, also, I'm also a cheapskate. Yeah. I Me too. I don't really believe in the business model, so mm. yeah. I don't really think it's money. Hey, um, Stu, just before you had a really, on, on off, air, off air, you were talking to James about a really interesting... Oh, I, just, I just read in the press release and maybe you could talk a little bit about it because it's it's an interesting thing. Um that you've been on a bit of a Tareo Māori journey with uh, with yourself and with your music as well. So maybe you can tell the listeners a little bit about that and how that came about. Yeah, um, I sort of got a bit curious about it and sort of started learning about maybe five years ago and actually ended up studying full-time during COVID, which was actually a great thing to yeah. do during during COVID. Um, yeah, and then once I sort of got a grasp of it, started writing some lyrics in it, and I had had a side band called How Get, which is a punk band, and we released a couple of EPs, twenty twenty one and and last year as well, um, all in Tiro. Um Yeah, I've, I've I sort of didn't expect this going in, but I found it really interesting and satisfying creatively to have a, a new set of like metaphors and mm. language and sounds to write with. Especially once I got a bit better at it. The first, the first EP is a bit hit or miss, but I, I feel like the second one is quite... Um, I'm definitely proud of it. That's great. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to say, you've really got to have a grasp of a language, don't mm. you, to um, to be able to write anything in another language mm. and then to, um, you know, be able to create music. Because, I mean, it's one thing, isn't it, to... I mean, you can tell me about this, James, but... It's one thing to be able to recite something or even but put it to music as well is not easy, right? Yeah, and I think that's another difference between the two EPs we did. Is the first one was written in English and then translated. Right. So it, mm. um, it's sort of some parts of it 
head a bit weird or are a bit, you know, trying to get through a bunch of words mm. to fit on the line. Whereas the second one's a lot more natural because it was written directly into Māori. Sure. Yeah. Mm. I was just gonna, That's cool. Talking about Spotify, right? I just wanted, <laughs> James, I just wanted to squeeze in another track because uh, yesterday I was, um, I really was enjoying, it's been a rough year and um, I just wanted to, so I've got Spotify up, right? And at the moment you're going to see any moment now how bad I am at, at Spotify, <laughs> right? <laughs> And, yeah, I don't like their business model either, but um, I'm just going to... It's been a rough year. So, hang on. Let's see if it works. Ooh, where are we? <laughs> just plays an ad, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not playing anything, mate. <laughs> Expand your horizons on Plains FM. <laughs> you like that, didn't you? You like that? You well, thought yeah. we were going to play another song, but oh no, sorted you out, right out. 
So that was, that was carb on carb. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough five minutes for me, I tell you. Anyway, we're talking to James from Carb on Carb, who's been spending the afternoon with us. And um, James, you just mentioned earlier on in the show that next Friday, right? Next yep, Friday. Next Friday meet at the dark room. Yep. And um, so tickets on under the radar, or if you want to pay a little bit more and you can't get organised, you can pay it at the door. Go along, buy a pair of shorts, <laughs> and um, <laughs> then come and show, show Stu and Cole next Saturday that you went to the uh, Carve on Carve gig. But um, thanks very much, James. It's been wonderful chatting with you, and um, good luck with the mixing and the final kind of organising of the album. And uh, if, you, if you're down here again in Christchurch, we um, come on in. We'd love to have you in the in the studio. Yeah, thanks, Thanks for having me. It's been um, fun. Yeah, take take care. All right. All right, we'll see you later. See Thank you later. You. Bye. Bye. All right, Stu, and I'm just going to play this ID. Where to find Sign of the Fiber, Canterbury's number one rock covers band. And tonight, Rob is not, not even going to get out of his carpet slippers because <laughs> he's just playing at the famous Grouse in Lincoln. Oh, he's just down the road, isn't he? Just down the road. He'll be able to drive his... Um, his Lamborghini <laughs> to the grouse. <laughs> to the grouse, that's right. Park it in the, in the Rob Tate parking spot. He's probably got a Daimler, actually. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he probably has. Anyway, get on down, get on down there to, uh, to um, the famous grouse tonight mm. there in Lincoln. They'll be rocking that place. The sign of the Firebird. It's a nice building, too, if you've never been out there. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? Yeah, and if, nice at the top of my head, it was about 7.30 or something like yep, that. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Anyway, so that was good. Talking yep, to James. Good. Carb on carb. Yep, yep. And um, if you're listening live which hopefully you are. There's a whole lot of Kiwi music coming up in the next hour, or half hour at least. Well, that, so, only a couple of days, and it will be uh, New Zealand Music Month. Yes, again. Again. Comes around pretty quick, <laughs> it doesn't does. it? it comes around. And we're ahead of the game like we usually are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We've got loads of Kiwi artists on here. Mm, so. And I could probably play the um, kazoo or something. You could do. If we needed someone. Yeah, you get the triangle down here, Stu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The spoons. The spoons. Anyway, mm. it's probably time then. That we got up. Got down. And got outside. And we'll see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.